Throw it in there. This is all good, man. Yeah, it's all it's at the bottom. On the... Keep all these fucking reactions fresh. Loop. I'm Kale. Yeah, your other host. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is uh, what is this episode five? Yep, I think so. And it's uh, it's a new year, baby. We're in the new year. 2020 is gone. We're on to 2021. Yeah, I'll get oh. rid of that trash year. Am I right? Oh, it was it was a dumpster yeah. fire of a year. <laughs> no. I mean, a lot of shit went down. We'll get into that a little bit later, but uh, if I'm being completely honest, it wasn't a terrible year for myself. I uh, definitely had some highlights for sure this year. Yeah, I agree with you. I feel bad that, like, there's different times I almost felt guilty because I did have, like, I actually had a great year, but even, like, watching everybody else have a <laughs> terrible one, it was just like, oh, well, I won't gloat about yep. that too much. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to dangle that in front of people's faces but it wasn't it wasn't a terrible year for me but to all those that were our thoughts are with you <laughs> up. Uh, yeah, up. <laughs> all right well we're gonna start this off with our uh typical uh 93 to infinity we don't have anything like concrete for this one but we just want to reflect on Life, life since '93, going into our yep. 28th year of living, and it's uh, crazy, rock, man. Eh? I, you know, it's it's wild. I actually was just thinking this the other day. I remember we have an older friend, mutual friend that uh, turned 30 a couple years ago, and I remember just like thinking, like, holy fuck, this guy is so much older than us, and then. Like in my head, I'm like, "Fuck, we're turning 28 this year." Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm. We made scared. it through the Cobain year, man. The Winehouse year. Yeah, yeah. Smooth sailing. Well, what is the? Oh yeah, that year. Yeah, like, like so many people passed in that year, right? Or just at 27. Yeah. So many people die. 27. All was the famous like, ones, anyway. Let's <laughs> face uh, Kurt Cobain. Didn't he die then? Yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, we made it through that year. Hopefully you make it through the next. I don't know. I'm not feeling too good, but uh <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. Um it's almost it's at least it's nice to be privileged enough to just be curious at least. Be like, oh even if it gets worse, at least it'll be interesting. Like <laughs> we're insulated enough. Yeah. As terrible as it is, but Yeah. Definitely. But no, it's been crazy. I'm like, I know we touched on this in the past, but like, I don't know. Like, do you have any like memorable New Year's in your life? Like, I don't know. I kind of just always liked it as a kid, like getting to stay up late, counting down all that bullshit. Yeah, no, I, I, I think I've always stayed up till at least every year. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's been a year where I didn't. It's make just. It. I experienced it again this New Year's, though, but it is, like, it's one of the few moments, or a few things we have left, anyway. 
that is like completely meaningless, but like everybody takes part in. Like that used to be like everybody going to church, but like no, nobody does that anymore. So, but like that's like why like the calendar is completely made up. It means nothing. Yeah. Like it's just like it's just this arbitrary moment in time when we all get really excited about switching something over. And I don't know. Like well, even I... last night or this year, we popped a bottle of champagne on our balcony, and then just like all around the neighborhood, you just heard everybody screaming "Happy New Year!" It was like it was cool. It's like the only time yeah. I felt like I live in a community when living in the city and i was just gonna say that like we did the same thing at our house and i think new year's probably has to be the most generally like across the board celebrated thing like i know that there's certain cultures that have their own new year's and stuff like that but yeah i feel like compared to so many holidays where people like different religion types and stuff choose to not believe or do their own thing I feel like New Year's is one that across the board is generally accepted the most. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is weird. Like, it, it is strange that there's not a bunch of other different New Like, I know there is. Yeah. Like, but it's just like thinking of like, like you said, like this is just some made up calendar. Why is it that so many other different religions or groups have their own calendar? like why are why have a majority of our people chose to follow this calendar it's, it's kind of it's kind of interesting well i guess it's probably a structural thing right like there is still it, like it's harder and stuff like that is related to like i think there's like 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 the jewish calendar like that's how like easter and stuff like that is like it's, it's like something it's like a lunar lunar calendar or something like that right. and then like there's chinese new year and like but mm-hmm. the only calendar that business operates on is like our modern like what like roman what i think it's like which a roman is huge thing. right yeah but yeah that's because we all have to live our lives according to that one regardless of what you practice or follow that we all have to like abide by that so then it becomes like a shared uh, so with the chinese new of. year is it separate to ours like is do they still um like they still have their like our new year and then they utilize their new year as it's like a different, like, it's not like a separate calendar. It's like the whole animal thing, correct? Like, it doesn't have to do. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure how that works. Yeah, but I think you're right. Like, I, I think it is tied to, like, there's, like, the, the year of the rooster, year of the pig and all that. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, that's, it's, it's that. But, yeah, I don't know what it's based on. Might be moon cycles. Well, and that leads us to our dumbest burden of the week, me. <laughs> <laughs> Both of us, yeah. Uncultured swine. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know very much about any of that stuff, unfortunately. But But yeah, in the back half we'll we'll go we're gonna do a year in review, looking back on the year. So that's why we're all in like the stupid pensive reflective uh, self indulgent mode right now. But Yeah, this will kinda of be a little bit of a one off to what we're used to. Um, and we're gonna trial that with a few upcoming episodes, but for this one we just thought what better way than just kind of talk about because we only started the podcast in the last month here to talk about what kind of went down this year. And yeah, obviously there's going to be like the very stereotypical things like coronavirus and stuff that we know that happened, but we'll talk about it all. Honestly, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff that I I kind of forgot, which we already kind of touched on a little bit in our conversation before this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Trying to save some of it for not off mic, but but yeah, um, I don't know. Like, there's nothing really stand out super important to me about New Year's besides just stinging up and champagne. And... Yeah, that's the thing. Always getting to have sometimes a drink when you're a kid. Oh, yeah. 
New Year's Eve. Yeah, <laughs> I think that happened a few times. I remember we had like stereo, like like standard foods that we eat just for New Year's. Like, yeah, we always do fondue you know? frequently. That was oh really? Sweet. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Ours are like seafood for whatever reason. Like sometimes we nice. do like um, bacon wrapped scallops. Oh yeah, classic in my household usually. <laughs> what are those called again? Piggies and blankets or something? I thought that was. Oh yeah, I remember that's hot uh, dogs. Yeah, that's hot dogs. Something else. <laughs> Pigs and blankets. Isn't that hot dogs and fucking bacon? Like, is it bacon or is it is that when they're in um, puff pastry? I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> now I feel stupid again. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that shit's delicious. And yeah, it just no, yeah, no, yeah, it's always a good time. Like uh, specifically, it always makes me think of playing games too with people. Like just yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, I was I had a good time this year with you all. That was fun online playing some Jackbox. Yeah, good old Jackbox. Um, I'm trying to think. When's the last year that? that we spent new year's together it's been a while no idea well that's the thing is that i always ended up working new year's i always do yeah so i was like excited this year i was like i remember early on just because my schedule is so like it's just a rotation so i can just kind of look at it in perpetuity no matter how far in the future and i was so excited this year before all this shit went down like yes i can finally like party on new year's eve (laughs) like that's like so does the cycle for next year line up then or no? Uh, I didn't even check, but yeah, but yeah. Um, good old New Year's Eve, always a good time. And yeah, really, not much more I got on that. But to close out 2020, our last dumbest burdens. What did they do in the last month of 2020? We usually go with yeah. one Burton, but we just just gonna do a whole crew of them. This we time. just got a group of them, and I think it's more and more is coming out all the time. But um, I'm sure plenty of have heard about how several Canadian politicians have been caught traveling abroad during this pandemic and during the holidays, when they're the ones telling us to don't see our families and stay home, and yet they're enjoying it. So. We're yeah. going to narrow that down to Alberta because it's dumbest burden of the week. And uh, we got quite a few of them here. Um, we'll start off with. Um, now, I'm going to butcher these names, um, but we'll start off with Pat Rain. Yeah, that looks right to me. Pat Rain. MLA. He traveled to Mexico. I shouldn't say he. <laughs> they traveled to Mexico. And um, yeah. Municipal Affairs Minister Tracy Allard went to Hawaii. Now, oh, funny wow. thing about Allard was um, on her Instagram page, she posted a video of her delivering a holiday message in front of a Christmas tree at the Alberta Legislature Building. But she was away from December 19th to the 29th in Mexico. And, yeah, so that... She denies that this was a cover-up to her real location, but... Seems a little bit strange for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, just a pre-canned fucking video. That's hilarious. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's ridiculous. Posted like, it from the beach with a nice pina colada. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, just own it. Like, yeah. I, I, as much as you're a dick, like, own it. Like, oh, Yeah, we I'm, all know. Just... Like, I'd rather you just do an Instagram live from the beach. Yeah. I'm here in Mexico <laughs> while you're alone in your homes. Um, Merry Christmas, I, fuckers. Have Merry Christmas. <laughs> 
uh, Rain, this the guy that went to Mexico. Oh, sorry, Alard went to Hawaii. Rain yeah. went to Mexico. Um, they uh, posted a Facebook photo in a Mexican cave, wishing people a Merry Christmas. Um, it was shared widely online with other posts, <laughs> urging Albertans to stay home and save lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Um, and then yeah, this James Huckleby, he he's the chief of Kenny's chief of staff. He went to the UK, which is probably the one of the more interesting ones because I yeah, know. Jesus. Um, Wasn't there like a new variant? There I, I can't remember when the actual travel ban to UK went into place, but I mean they had that UK variant. And I remember they banned travel completely, and yeah. So I don't know that that was interesting, but that's, so yeah, he went there. I don't know where else do we got here. There's probably more people. Um, no, that's pretty funny. I guess Kenny's come out and he has said that. Um, well, yeah, they're not he's not discipline, disciplining any of them. He uh, he said the guidelines were unclear to whether they were allowed to do this or not. Well, maybe someone should have <laughs> written stricter <laughs> guidelines then. What? Um, Unreal. <laughs> yeah, so Professor at Mount Royal, Dwayne Bratt, said this oh. idea that people were unaware of what the travel rules were. It's not like there's ambiguity in november or early december it's been the same set of rules since march yeah yeah oh, shit. then uh calgary ctv calgary confirmed uh calgary's mla jeremy nixon was in bank where was uh vacationing in Dude, hawaii, hawaii too, well, yeah yeah he will be returning on the earliest available flight after being told to return home. <laughs> Get back here. <laughs> um, MLA Tanya Fur also issued a public apology Friday after she went to the U.S., which that's an interesting one, too. Like, I guess Thanks. flying, they're allowed. I mean, I guess why is the U.S., too, but yeah, I don't know. It's just messed up. And you're right. Like, we were talking about this a little bit before, and then we realized we should have stopped so that the podcast could hear it but <laughs> yeah. these people are probably using loopholes of their power to to utilize these services like i know westjet and like i kind of had a little bit of a defendant stance on it at first i was like well i think the owners need to also be put on westjet because a couple months ago they announced that as long as you have a negative covid test within two days of travel they will fly you to hawaii without a 14-day isolation so the privileged people of the world, I'm sure, can take advantage of this. And, well, yeah, and who I else think... can afford to isolate but rich people? <laughs> exactly, right? So it's it's stupid. And as much as I do think it's WestJet it, or whoever. Well, you're right. Matter. No, yeah, that's like that's been the story of the pandemic is the fact that like getting mad at people for going out to bars and going to restaurants and going to do shit. It's like, well, the shit's open. And that's like the only reason we haven't had like a coordinated lockdown response. Like it would have been so easy to shut things down, inject a bunch of money to everybody so they can still order their shit kind of, but like, and just like lock it down and let it like kind of not spread. But because there's so much pressure to just to keep the economy rolling, to keep selling tickets on planes, to keep fucking going to the movies, to, 
yeah the the pressure's there so that yeah like the people setting these restrictions can't go or don't or don't want to go far enough and that's why we've had the year of kind of stop and start big spikes and just overall mishandling of the situation well it's tough too because like i'm reading a few of the other provinces and uh, it seems like a majority of all provinces have had at least two or three members have the same issue. Um, and it's like uh, the, uh, quite a few of them I'm also reading, like they're claiming that they were ailing a sick family member and, and needing to visit them. This mm-hmm. one was from Manitoba, went to Greece to, to visit this family member. And what's fucked up is I've read so many articles where there's people on their deathbed in the United States or in Canada, and, and not the other family to... member can't even cross the border just to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Like, and that, and these people are traveling around the world. Like, it's to just, go do that. It's, 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 it really just comes down to privilege, in my opinion. It's well, yeah, people of course, it does. don't realize that the privilege that they have, and they, for some reason, let this power that they have go to their head, and then think that by making these decisions, it's it's not going to affect anyone unfortunately they're That's in the kind public of how eye and, and I, yeah. I thank anyone for releasing this information i would hope that as much as several of them probably it's not going to do anything but it, it helps us i guess to be educated voters the next time around yeah well <laughs> yeah who is this uh christy somos on ctv compiled a lot of this it looks like so it's it's wild and like that's the thing is like a lot of people do that's how most people operate that's how we're encouraged to operate is to kind of you have all these rules in place and then until it comes like inconvenient to you and then you justify it because well i'm not a bad person it's not i'm not who the rules for essentially and but everybody does that but it's just only the people with power can get away with it (laughs) exactly yeah. yeah so and I mean, uh, it's kind of tangential, but this is like the same phenomenon. I feel like me and Charlie were talking about this, but it's just, it's interesting how like now, like what are we like five years now post or like probably four post legalization, three or four post legalization of cannabis in Canada. Has it been that long? Well, what Justin Trudeau first got it in 2015, right? And it probably yeah, took it a took year or two. two. Years. I thought this year was the third year. Yeah, maybe this was the third. But anyway, point being is that just it's interesting to see lots of people who were like vehemently opposed to even the idea of legalization and even beyond that, just like demonizing users of cannabis. And just because now it's legal, like this, the sphere has just shifted that much to like now you start to see people like, well, I take CBD oil because it helps me sleep or I eat some edibles because it helps with pain. These people who were like lock them up, they're drug addicts like just a few years ago are now like, well, it's, I'm using it for good. It's that, that law was for the drug addicts, not for me. And so it's just interesting. Just like that. Oh, I know. Play itself out. Yeah. I, I could rant on that shit for fucking ever. <laughs> yeah. It was October 17th, 2018. So we just hit three oh, years. This is three. Okay. Um, and then two years of edibles. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know, man. I, 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 that shit bothers me to like the core. Yeah. Cause it's just like, it's just, I don't know, they're just fucking hypocrites. And it's like, whatever is acceptable 
in the eye of the public, like, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Like, what makes any drug worse than the other? Like, you can find medical-based information on pretty much any drug out there. So you could defend the fact that any drug could benefit someone. So who's to say why that person shouldn't have to get to use that drug? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I don't know. I am even find myself wondering, like, whether... It's the difference between, like, yeah, everything has a medicinal use, and we should never turn away from anything because it's bad if it could help people in some way. Well, exactly. And in, in, even turning away for something because it's bad, you want to talk about something being bad. Fucking the tobacco industry and alcohol industry yeah, has like killed more people, people than any fucking other substance on the planet. Unreal. But it's yeah. become so socially intertwined with our economy and, and just our society. It's just, like, people just don't give a fuck. Yeah. I know cigarettes, you can argue, is different now. People are kind of finally realizing it. It's crazy how fast I find cigarettes are actually becoming unacceptable. Which, Yeah, that, that bothered me. I mean, I've been like a non-smoker movie for like a year or two now. Like, I'm still yeah. vaping. It's probably more obnoxious, but <laughs> like, I don't know. I honestly find people are less offended by it just because you don't so fucking... And now that as a non-smoker, I'm like, yeah, you don't fucking it's stink smell, for hours yeah. after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, ooh, when yeah. there's a cigarette lit, oh, that smells delicious. Ooh. Let, let's put this topic on a pause and okay, give sorry. people a bit, bit of a teaser. That we're going to do, a, like, a whole episode on just me and Kale have dived a lot when it comes into just understanding, like, the laws around drugs and stuff like that. It's something that I'm super interested in, and I think we have a planned podcast coming up soon where we're going to talk just – literally just talk drugs for the entire podcast yeah yeah that's true yeah we'll save that for later but point yeah, being is I... just that it's just it's uh this is just to loop it back around the dumbest dumbest burden it's just like this is the peak this is what you get when you just preach this like insane ind- individualism in our in our culture and i i hate to be the fucking stereotypical stoner we live in a society where we but like it is it is kind of depressing to like just see like we are so conditioned to just like kind of just be out for ourselves that like it gets to the point where yeah just the rules are for everybody else but me and we're all guilty of it i'm not but it is hyper prevalent in that like kind of like free market libertarian ayn randian fucking bullshit like psychotic neocon shit that the fucking the ucp represent and i mean i'm not gonna i i don't want to like just go completely partisan like that's kind of the problem with all of our parties is that we're all constrained by this kind of like idea that everybody is just out for themselves and we can't build anything on helping each other. And it's really frustrating. <laughs> yeah, no. And I, I, it's just, I don't know. I know it, a lot of people aren't going to see it, but I, I hope that people think like allow this to speak to the, these people's characters. Like these yeah. are the people that are running our fucking province or running our country. And it's like, I'm sorry, but I am gonna just call it like they're they're pieces of shit. Like who, yeah. who takes who does this? Like who who tells someone to you can't say, see your you, dying I, family I, or even yeah, on Christmas or your fucking mom and dad? Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I get it. I'm I know a majority of people did it anyways, but that that is just such a sliver of a difference compared to the fucking the people mandating it. That's the thing. yeah. It's yeah. I don't know. It, 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 it's frustrating. And I get it. Like, I, I'm not, 
I, as much as I don't like Jason Kenny, I, I kind of understand why he's not going to punish these people in some ways. Well, why would he? Yeah. Like, but, uh, however, that Ontario guy that stepped down, like, good, good for him. Like, uh, yeah. Admit your mistake, and you, you, you put the power in your hands to do something about it. And maybe these assholes here in Alberta will do the same. So, for that. Um, Okay. <laughs> politicians of Alberta, you've been nominated for the dumbest Burton of the week. Yeah. Happy New Year and Happy uh, New Year. fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See you in 2021. now and it's it's a brighter sunnier more colorful side and so we're gonna be happy here and go over this uh really depressing list of events that yeah. happened in 2020 with a bright sunny disposition so uh yeah we i don't know kale found this little article here that just kind of summarizes the year in review of 2020 and obviously, let's just get this one out of the way. We've talked enough about this fucking thing, and I don't want to talk about it much more. But yeah, obviously, what? for those who have been living under a fucking rock most of this year, COVID nineteen would be the biggest. Uh, yeah, that happened. Shocker of the year. <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's yeah. I don't know. There's not much to say about it. It was it was unreal. It's definitely been probably. For me, one of the most memorable events in my lifetime. I've never seen the world, or I shouldn't say the world, but Canada shut down like it did. I've never seen school canceled like that. I've never seen the economy just shut down like it, it, it was. It was crazy. It really was. Well, it was like the first thing to really, yeah, like that's. It's been like uninterrupted commerce for like ever. And just to see something actually kind of throw a wrench in the gears of this machine that's been just rolling is is weird. It's yeah. surreal. Well, I think and this is going to sound fucked up, but I think for some people it's it's just like, I mean, not that it's unfortunate that so many people lost their lives to this, but yeah, it's horrible. Like, like I don't know. It's just in some ways I also think that like. It is interesting to see how these people that you put into power respond to something as severe as this. And I think for Jason and Kenny's sake, like the true colors were shown throughout this whole process. He he royally butchered this fucking whole... For me, uh, dude, it's like the whole Western world butchered yeah, it. I think we all did, yes. Absolutely, for like, sure. I, I mean, there's a, there's a few few countries that sounds like they uh, handled it pretty well. Yeah. One that comes to my mind, I think, was New Zealand. But I think across the board, they, they handled it really well. Yeah, they, I mean, they're lucky for, enough that they're like a small island that yeah, <laughs> most people totally. Yeah, Yeah, we don't have... They don't have like... The essential space that we have, and I mean, I think we as Canada were in a pretty sh- shitty situation given how big we are, right? Yeah, but we're also pretty unpopulated, and it's still spread. No, like that wildfire. helps. Yeah, it's still yeah. spread like crazy, but 
Well, that's what boggles my mind. And I mean, I know you have to take everything. I mean, with any news, you have to take a grain of salt with it. But like, it has been interesting to see that they're fucking having street parties in Wuhan. Like, it's like, I don't know when, because our government's essentially powerless. Like, it can't. Like, it's just kind of at the mercy of the market. Whereas, like, even if it well, is I like think... state capitalism over there, it's like. I don't know. They were still able to coordinate it in a thing like, I don't know. Yeah, they fucking, I guess there's some reports of them jailing doctors and shit. But at the end of the day, they locked it down and now it's like not an issue. So like overall, I feel like that was better for their population. I don't know. I don't want to like simp for China because God knows what's happening. But like, yeah, I don't know. It's just like frustrating to see here that like it's, it, we kind of just like did nothing (laughs) yeah and unfortunately i mean we lost a lot of lives and that's what the result was exactly a lot of lives disgusting and and i know a lot there's a lot of a lot of people that i don't know i don't don't really have time for a lot of the people that just don't buy it but the fact of the matter is it's like it, it has been deadlier than any fucking normal flu season that we've had and the numbers Obviously. that have been crunched that I've seen, it's it's been deadlier than the last like something like ten flu seasons combined. Probably. So it's just like it's not just the flu people, like it, it's beyond that. We are getting to a brighter place with that though. I guess the the other news with under COVID nineteen for a summary of twenty twenty is and this is crazy too, and I know we talked about this, but I think it's pretty fascinating that we're able to sit here and talk a summarization of 2020 and say, well, COVID-19 happened. And then we're able to also say, well, a vaccine happened. Yeah. In under a year, our technology and our people were able to come up with multiple vaccines. And now I think Canada's pushing on its third or fourth company that they're approving to bring in a vaccine. Like, yeah, they're, I mean, it's, it's there, which is, I think, to some people, it creates fear as to how it, something that usually takes years and years and years to develop, how are all of a sudden in a, in a couple months span do we have this vaccine created? Which I, I get the... I kind of get the reticence because usually it takes forever, right? And it's because it's for safety reasons and that's what they say, right? So then when they're all of a sudden... When it feels like they're too. skipping steps, it freaks people out. But. but at the same time, I also think it's just like, look, if you just try to understand science in some ways as technology it's like look at how far advanced our technology is and how fast new computers and faster devices and faster yeah it's on that exponential curve right right? like not only does everything get faster but the rate at which it gets faster gets faster so it's just like it's exactly so it's like i kind of try to look at like that and for me like obviously i want to be somewhat educated when it comes to me getting a vaccine and putting a foreign substance into my body. But I, I, at this point, I'm so done that I, I want to get back to life. Like I'm missing family. I'm missing traveling. I'm missing live music that it's just like fucking stick that vaccine in. Yeah. Well, also it's, it's ironic to hear that from people that like, I don't know, I guess we kind of touched on it on another podcast. I, I had this weird high guy moment, but like, it freaks me out that we're okay with ordering things on our phone and then a stranger shows up at the door and you don't know what it is and you just eat it. But then all of a sudden yeah. we're worried about a vaccine. <laughs> like, it's just like... well, and and that, that, I mean, yeah, no, you're, you're true. There, and there's so many things. Like, 
you want to sit there talking about your vape, right? Like yeah, that's yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, and then yeah. that's a substance that we know very little about because it hasn't been around that long. We yeah, don't know we don't the know. true long term effects of that. Effects. Yeah, exactly. And so it's just like, not that I'm comparing the two, but it, yeah. I mean, it is it is something. I mean, at least with this. I mean, I mean these ones I'm, are Health Canada approved, so I'm putting my trust in the state <laughs> that they're. They're on the same par then as the vaccine because I believe those are Health Canada approved. There you go. <laughs> but maybe they'll make a vapeable vaccine. You know. <laughs> <laughs> if somebody coughs, just well, make sure you take a haul right away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There we go. No, I I don't know. I don't got much more to say on old covid but no that's honestly i don't know i've had this rant before but it, it's 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 horrible because i you can't lose sight of the fact that yeah a lot of people fucking have died and i think a and lot of them the could have been preventable and that's really horrifying to think but at the same time growing up from 93 to infinity <laughs> we grew up at post soviet union's fall and i'm not again i'm not like saying that they were like the good guys or bad guys history's not that simple but it is interesting that for so much of the, like the, the 20th century, there was like American individualist capitalism, and then there's this like other alternative out there. And then, but we grew up in the time in which that's been gone, and so all of our education essentially primed us to think. And it didn't make sense to me until I heard about Francis Fukuyama. He wrote this book called The End of History, and the idea that like all of human history has been leading up to now and now we live in the present and everything's just going to like slowly transition to star trek future stuff like we did it this is the best we can do kind of thing all we can do is kind of soften the edges and we were kind of tra like trained to think that thinking you can live radically differently is just stupid that's crazy talk but then to have covid come along and just like radically alter the way the world ran in a way that we've never seen in our life it was like both horrifying because a lot of people lost their lives, but it's also kind of liberating in a way like, holy shit. Okay. No history's still happening. History's yeah. not open. Like things are going to get crazy. I think like, I don't know. I like that summarization. Cause I was at the beginning part of talking about COVID. I tried to get that out, but then I also was like scared to get that out. Cause I didn't want to come across. Yeah. Actually. I don't want to make light of the horrible human like, cost, yeah. but yeah, every and, and big change. I love change exactly is, how you word yeah. that. Because you're right. Like it's like it's 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 so sad that so many people lost their lives, and I've I've read stories and, and I, yeah, which is it's depressing to read these shit. stories. I'm, I'm kind of glad I did because it makes you reflect, and I think so many people need to reflect on what this has done to them because so many people in this. Me and Logan were talking about this the other night. It's just like this is kind of sidetracked, not necessarily COVID, but it's just like I wish more people would read and understand history and just understand things that are happening yeah. to understand humans now like because it's like people just are so quick to judge anymore they they don't they don't take the time to understand yeah the, like I, how I, people I think, same with this it's like work. people oh it's just a fucking flu well you know what it, it is a flu but it's beyond that and read a bit and understand it and then and 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 do some research so that you can have a, an educated understanding before you sit there and spew nonsense on fucking social media. Well, just take the moment and, to and really like to anything, yeah. to anything. Man. Yeah. Like, I, like, Oh my God, man, I could go on for this forever. But like, I find it especially upsetting in the community that we have in my, like in Lethbridge with my city. It's like with our homeless population, 
Oh, people like yeah. are so quick to judge with the homeless population. It's just like, oh, they 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 just are quitters. They they're just druggies. They're just junkies. They they don't work hard. They don't know how to work. It's like, no, you don't understand. Do you don't understand how much work lives. it is to survive on the streets. <laughs> like, yeah. Or you don't understand what they went through as children or as adults and what trauma they have in their in their lives. Well, and that's because either like, A, that you're right, they haven't like thought about it and read enough about it, or they've been so insulated that they've never had to experience anything like that and they can't fucking understand what it would be like well, to... But I I challenge those people because I 100% agree with you. There, I, I, I feel like in some ways you and me potentially could have been those people given the environment that we were raised in. Oh, yeah. In. I've been very I, I, I should be. I, I, I bless my mom because I had a great mom that tried very hard to to show me different sides and points of views despite her family being very to the one side and like but I, I like I had to take it upon myself to discover things and understand things because I would have had a very narrow minded point of view when it came to a lot of these social issues if I didn't. And I, yeah. I, I think that I did that because it's like, and I, and I just challenge anyone that's just comfort to ignore what doesn't hurt you. Cause I feel like so many people are that they're just like, yeah, you know what? It just, it doesn't affect me. I, I, I'm who I am. Those people don't affect me. It's like, no, no, no. You should understand what, what, what's going on in their lives and give them sympathy and, and understand what they're going through. Well, exactly. It also and, helps and, you understand yourself better too. Like. You yeah, kind of understand how absolutely. people work more, and so then you'll understand yourself more. Yeah. Not to make it selfish, but like, like I don't know, like, it's the same thing. Like, you help people because you want to help people, but at the same time, it also makes you feel good. It doesn't mean that like you're selfish because it makes you feel better to help people. I don't know. Yeah, and and to connect that to COVID, it's just like so many people are naive to what this this illness is actually doing to people. Yeah. Like I know this is just a random person, but. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, he's a center for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Young guy. He's lost eight family members, including his mother, to coronavirus. Oh, like, this guy's family's been ravaged by this disease. It's just fucking so sad. And it's like, see that guy's life and understand how fucking lucky you are that it hasn't fucked your family up. Like, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just crazy to me that there's people out there that still just don't give a shit well i honestly think i i don't want to be a old man but i honestly blame these fucking things fucking cell phones like it's just yeah, like, it because you're just reading about this stuff through memes on facebook or you're watching the news or you're just seeing like bullshit on your screen it's like just so abstracted so filtered so far removed from the actual human reality of what's happening that you can end up making a sign that like 99% survival rate. It's just like, well, what's 1% of fucking 30 million people in Earth? Yeah, 30 million people in Canada, dude. Like, It, it plays that part, but I guess the other side point is I think those people still existed before those the devices did. Yeah, for sure. I just honestly feel like it almost enables... That's, it, where, it that's where it starts to get crazy. Like, before it would be people that just, like, didn't pay attention, didn't care. Mm-hmm. But now these people well, have all the sorts of fucking wild alternate theories of what's actually happening. And I'm like, well, oh. and I think that's kind of what cell phones and internet has done for these people is a lot of those people were probably labeled as just like one off pranks. But then <laughs> because there's so many of them that are able to connect now through the internet and mm-hmm. through devices, it's created this platform for them 
that has actually gotten wider in acceptance because it's going all over the place as to like centralized locations. Like, yeah, because like, it's even like, think of like the flat earth movement, man. Like yeah. there is a shit ton of people that truly believe the earth is flat. More is, so than probably ever did. Yeah, probably. <laughs> but it's because I think we have these networks, we have these devices. So these people are able to essentially across the world get their message out so much easier and get yeah. people to believe or people who find people who already have believed. Well, and I think but, also like just the nature of like the infrastructure of like social media and stuff, I think because that's just so out there and so inflammatory, it's almost prioritized in like those algorithmic elements because it gets such a reaction out of people. You're either like, oh, yeah. fuck, these people are crazy. I need to comment, make fun of them or share it to people. Or... If you're one of the few that's like kind of attainable to that stuff, then you're like, oh, well, really? Mm, I'm going to dig further because it's so wild. It piques your interest, right? Either way. And so I honestly think those things get fueled a bit more. But... Yeah, no, I, 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 I totally get what you mean. This is going on a sidetrack, but yeah, no, it, yeah. it's frustrating. <laughs> it's, it's frustrating. I think it's a good summary of 2020, I think. Uh... No, and it's actually, if anything, 2020 has helped me realize that more. I think I was in my own way a little bit naive to it all. And um, yeah, I just, if I have one message to people through through anything, it's just kind of try to educate yourself. And I know that can come off like a little bit cocky and a little bit, and I, I, I've said that to people and it does come across. Yeah, I don't mean it. Way. I don't mean educate don't, like formal education. No, like, I don't. I don't mean like go yeah. get a college degree, go get some knowledge. Like, no, I just mean read a little. Like, and just like open your mind at least. Understanding. Yeah. yeah. Like you I, said, I like that. just maybe that's the better way different to things. Open your mind. I like yeah. that way. That's probably a little bit more polite to. And that's like stereotypical hippie bullshit, but like yeah. a little <laughs> bit. Like, yeah, I don't mean. I just mean in the sense of just like don't approach things with. I mean, we all do. It's unavoidable. You're going to approach things with certain biases, but you can take some time to try to like lessen that just to like really just let something like just like take things in and think about them. You don't have to have an opinion on everything right away. No. Just experience more things and reflect on it. I don't know. Yeah. I've been guilty of that. And sorry, but this is just more of the economy. Everybody's like almost feels incentivized to have an opinion on everything. Mm hmm. And that's well, why I but always, then there's, yeah. there's actually a, a surprising amount of people that are almost like too scared to have an opinion. That too. Like they, they don't want, they, they live a comfort life. They live this fairy tale life and it doesn't affect them. So it's like, I don't want to have an opinion because I don't want any of my beliefs to affect what I have going on now. Like yeah. if I just have this biased standard where I don't have an opinion on anything, my life will be perfect the way it always has been. You know what I mean? I yeah. think there's a lot of people that are like that, that, that just, and I, I get no, that. I understand, I understand that. No, it's fear, that. right? You don't want to shake up. And we're, we're all creatures of comfort. We've all been conditioned to be whiny toddlers that want our fucking Netflix and skip the dishes. You know, like I'm not, I'm yeah. guilty as a, of it as anybody. Oh, we've we've yeah. all been raised this way. So like, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it doesn't, it's, it's, it's understandable, but it's not an excuse kind of thing. It's like, you are the result yeah. of your conditions, but like you do still have some responsibility to overcome what you can. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. 2020, baby. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a really good talk. Uh, but let's go on to the next piece. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, this was that pretty savage. Terrible. Um, I kind of for forgot that this happened this year. For some reason, I thought it happened the year before. But yeah, on uh, April 18th, unfortunately, 13 
uh, over a span of 13 hours, 22 people were died in the Nova Scotia massacre. Um, you can, we were talking a little bit about this before. It sounds like so little knowledge is out there to people of what actually happened in this situation. And um, I, I certainly was naive to a lot of what was happening. I, I, I remember looking into it shortly after and kind of understanding a few and like reading a couple of the stories. Yeah. But holy fuck, man, this whole thing was just fucked up. And, and I know you said it before when we were talking about it. A very an American kind of story to come out of Canada for sure. Like Yeah, a little bit. It was weird to hear about, but Well and it just kinda of got progressively weirder. Like the more details we got. Cause where was it? Mostly out of like Porta Peak, Nova Scotia? Or something like that? Like some really small community. The fact she doesn't have the exact town location, it's just stayed in Nova Scotia. Well, if I recall correctly, that was it. But yeah, it was just like, okay, there was a mass shooting. Well, that's fucked up. Those don't happen as often here. That's unfortunate. And then, uh, like, he, the guy had a replica, two replica RCMP cruisers and, like, a accurate RCMP uniform. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, that's weird. And then... Yeah, I don't know. It's and he had a list of like targeted victims. Yeah, several I think were shot there. Considering now, I don't know the truth of that, but they're they're considering some were kind of random victims along the the path. Basically, yeah, he was just like going to hit people and then would hit other people along the way, basically. And yeah, I know the yeah the the common knowledge of it is that they believe he had some sort of domestic dispute with his partner. And then, um, yeah, like, I don't know, he, like, what is this? He was, like, later charged along with two others. He was supplying ammunition after it was revealed some of the guns were bought illegally and smuggled into Canada from the U.S. Yeah, this is where it gets a little bit out there. I mean, yeah. like, you're... I don't know. You, you, do you want to speak on kind of what you were talking about? At all? Well, yeah, a little bit. It was just, it's interesting. Cause yeah, again, in, on, on the vein of, it just kept getting weirder. So yeah, this guy had like replica RCMP cars. And then, um, there's an article from Paul Polongo in McLean's. That's where I remember reading about a lot of this, but yeah, the headline is literally the Nova Scotia killer had ties to criminals and withdrew a huge sum of cash before this shooting. And so, yeah, like he had a lot of ties to like organized crime, specifically the hell's angels. I think there's something to do with like smuggling. They would like smuggle cigarettes from Maine across like the Great Lakes or some shit. And then, or like maybe, no, up to Nova Scotia on the Atlantic. And like, yeah, like that's like, I guess the Hells Angels main source of income is smuggled black market cigarettes because they're so <laughs> goddamn pricey here in Canada. But yeah. Uh, yeah. And so I guess I forget. It's like a, it's a CIBC service, I think. Oh, no, a Brinks office. So he withdrew $475,000 in cash. Like, just 19 days before he did the shooting. So, like, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. There's just too much weird connections. And, like, the fact that, like, for some reason they just didn't activate, like, the emergency response system you know those automated texts that you get when there's like a little bit too much yeah. wind like they seem to go off for fucking every little thing but i guess it wasn't like a madman shooting and burning down people's homes wasn't enough reason to set that thing off 
I don't know. I, I guess there was like the argument that they didn't want to tip him off, that they were like on to him. But I think he should have known e- by that even point if that they, they were. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You probably could have saved some people. Like, yeah. Even if that tipped him off, he's killing multiple people, anyways. Yeah. Like, like that's gonna. He's also, probably got to think a few hours later they're on to him. Like, I don't think a killer on a spree's first instinct is to look at his phone to check if there's a. <laughs> a amber or like alert on on it for like whatever like i don't know i don't know I, that's a poor reason i guess yeah it's just it's all so strange man like yeah the whole thing is fucked up and like i know there was a couple police officers that passed uh yeah yeah and i guess uh superintendent of the rcp darren campbell ruled out the possibility that he was an informant for the RCMP at a press briefing on June 4th. The gun was never associated with the RCMP as a volunteer or auxiliary police officer, nor did the RCMP ever have any special relationship with the gunman of any kind. I don't buy it, <laughs> but I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I buy it either, because I just don't really understand how someone would have access to these. Well, just how do you fuck up that bad that you let like why do we even have cops in every town if some dude can start shooting people and burning their houses down and go on for over half a day yeah i remember reading a horror story of like i think it was one of the neighboring houses um the the guy was burning the house down yeah because he thought no one was home and and then he shot one of the members in the house and that was like the brother or sister to the person that was in the home. He seen the body and made eye contact or something like that with the guy. And he had to run into a field or forest right by the house. And he spent like 24 hours just hiding in this field because he thought this guy was going to try and kill him because they like made eye contact. Like it's so fucked, man. Like the whole thing is just so sad. Wow, man. Like I, I, yeah, I don't know what went down there, but, the whole thing is super fishy and super. When it was weird. like small town shit too, he had like a dentures office. Like we, like he wasn't a denturist, but you could like yeah. buy dentures from him or something. So I don't know. I, I get the vibe that it was like some small town shit, and he was kind of like the local weirdo. And like, because well, I did I hear one story of some guy like getting a knock on the door, and then like looked yeah. in the like eye hole thing and saw that thought it was a cop for a second. Because of the uniform, but then saw that it was this guy. He's like, what the fuck is he doing here? I'm not answering that. And, like, didn't. And, yeah, thank God. But, like, it's so fucked. didn't to the people that didn't answer, didn't he try burning a lot of those houses down? Sometimes, yeah. But I guess, I don't know. And that's, I think that's what's so fucked up. Is you would think in a small town, if someone had already started one house on fire and then managed to go to another house... And then tried to start that house on fire. That in even just that timeline alone, you would have where the response. Yeah. Like, I don't know. The whole thing is just fucking crazy. It's so fucked up. It's just, it's, and I don't think we'll ever know. That's the most frustrating part of all this is that it's probably just under so many layers of like, it's just in the RCMP black box, you know, like they're never going to get it because they probably, there's probably something along the way. That will get them in shit, so they, we will never know what happened. Yeah. In the end, there were 16 crime scenes caused by this. Jesus. That's crazy. Well, we'll end that one. Um, yeah, I'm done. I feel bad now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The next one, is, I mean, yeah, 
2020 was a wild year. And the next one just kind of summarizes a bunch of events into one. But obviously, a big thing was the Black Lives Matter protests. Um, ignited by several uh, deaths uh, to the black American communities of multiple people. But obviously, the big one that kind of started the bigger protests was obviously on May 25th, the yeah. George Floyd incident. Um, I, I honestly, like, this is a tough one for me. I, I It's garbage. I, I, I've been saying it for years. Like, it's just ridiculous. I remember when the Trayvon Martin one happened, and I, I remember reading countless articles on it because I was just so dumbfounded about how that happened. And then the Eric Garner one, like, I was just like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? And it, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's There's not much to even, I don't know. It's just fucked up. And it happens here. It, yeah, it doesn't happen to the amount that it happens to in in America, but it, it does still happen here. And well, maybe not as much murdering. There's definitely that still happens, but it's definitely there's some criminal behavior. Well, and, and unfortunately, where our parts of where we live, we have a different community that's severely targeted by yeah, for sure uh, these people, and, and that is the indigenous community. Like yeah, it's yeah, it, it's unfortunate, and to those who protest, keep on doing it. Like yeah, I, I did like uh, going down to like we drove through Cardston, and it's like right on the blood reserve there. Yeah. And I did like seeing there was a bunch of sheds just spray painted Blackfoot Lives Matter. And I was like, that feels appropriate. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, I. I mean, not I to hope... say that Black Canadians don't also experience. Much no, all undue of it matters. Like consternation as well. I don't yeah. want to say that it's good to co-opt the movement for anything, but it's just it's 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 good to draw attention to like. Just again, we've talked about how we're like so culturally colonized by the U.S. and then with the sense that people think like people almost operate as if we're American when they discuss some of these issues. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we had we had the Black Lives protests throughout Canada as well. Yeah, we for had, sure. We had massive ones, and there was one here in, in Lethbridge, and I know big ones in in uh, Calgary and uh, in Edmonton. So yeah, it, it's important, and I I hope that something can come of it. I know a lot of people are thinking that uh, defunding the police and stuff like that. San Francisco, was it that it announced that they were going to defund the police through some of those protests? Oh, really? I don't yeah. know. I assumed it just wouldn't happen. <laughs> That'd be nice if it did. Somewhere. Well, I, I would assume that too. I, I feel like there's a lot of false promises that come to it from a lot of these things. But ultimately, it's just like... It's 2021 or it's 2020. Like, yeah, there's just no place for racism and and like I don't know. It's just it's just mind blowing that in so many ways we've become so far advanced from the 60s and and what went down during a lot of those years and stuff like that and and beyond that. And it's just like we've come so far, but yet for some reason this like racism like sexism like like i don't know like homophobia like it's just like there's no place for that anymore 
but for whatever reason, it's quite acceptable in a lot of communities still. And I just don't, I, I, I honestly, I don't understand it. I, I don't even know. Like it's, just, it's fucked up. Yeah. I think this is another place that like historical context is useful too, because like, I don't know, like, yeah, they won a lot of victories as far as like, it's like, like culturally, like de like desegregation and things like that. But even Martin Luther King started as soon as him he started talking about it, or as soon as Malcolm X started talking about like, like economic reform, like this system is like crushing us <laughs> as workers, and like you can't get rid of racism until you get rid of that. Essentially, as soon as they yeah. started preaching that, they both get they both get assassinated. So, I think it's kind of like we did make some leaps and like yeah, you're right that like desegregation happened and like. It's basically we put like a like we put a smiling like a mask on like a smiling face on like we kind of just covered up racism in the cultural sphere as far as like in art and stuff like you didn't have to like you could all go to the same movie theaters and stuff now but like mar those marginalized computer uh, communities are still like oppressed like economically they're still really poor a lot of the time and, oh absolutely and so and I guess that's also where the frustration comes in because by not focusing on that aspect and and focusing on that cultural part, then you get like a bunch of these, like, cause a lot, like a lot of them are rich pieces of shit, but some of the, like, now that you're seeing this resurgence of like this, like kind of resentment, racial resentment from like white people and stuff, I think is uh, almost the result of that because like they feel like they're getting fucked over too. They don't feel like they're doing very well, but like, by framing it solely as a racial thing, and I, I think they start to like resent it a bit. Like, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that's justified. It's not the right opinion to have, but yeah, that's what we're seeing is just like, as everybody's continued to get poorer since like the eighties, you're starting to see these old divisions that used to divide that working class start to pop up again. Yeah. I, it's tough. Cause I'm not like being, I like, I don't know all the American politic part of side of it as much as like I know what in the Canadian politics, but comparing it to the indigenous community, it's like I've talked to countless people that just don't understand. They don't understand why, why these people. And it, it, it kind of goes back to that rant that we had at the first part of this. It's, it's like, yeah, it's just people not educating themselves on 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 what's going on in the world, and it's it's. I don't know. To a majority of us, we understand that this is ridiculous. Why is this still happening? Yeah. It, unfortunately, it still does. And I think a, a couple weeks ago, I remember reading another crazy article about another um, black American that lost their lives to a, a police officer. And it, yeah. it's just, I don't know. I, I don't even know what to say anymore. It, it's just sad and it needs to stop. Yeah, and I mean, I understand awareness only gets us so far. And so even if there wasn't any material results from those protests, like even if they don't actually defund the police, more and more, like many people like that I would not expect to hear that stuff come from are like thinking more about <laughs> the role of the police. And yeah, no, I think it's important. Like, like you said, even if they don't defund the police, even if, if the police still fuck up, like it's nice to get people on that side. Like there's so many people that still don't fully understand it, but I would hope these protests just produce knowledge to people. Like, yeah. I, like I hope enough people sad. are like attracted to think about it and then come to that side rather than annoyed them and polarized them. Mm -hmm. 
I don't know where that shakes out yet. We'll have to wait, but <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the only way that you'll actually get real change to happen is to get people on your side first. So yeah, we're enough. Wow. You don't have to get everybody on your side. Just enough. And then, yeah, I think that's, that's it for that topic. That's a topic that's just, that's a tough one on forever. Well, yeah. We I mean, forever like, about it. Like, it's just like, it's just like, I mean, there's not a side to it to me. It's just like, there's a shitty people or there's just what everyone should be because we're all fucking humans. So everyone should treat each other like humans. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't really know how to explain that beyond that. Like, it's, it's, and yeah, it just, it helps. It's because we all think of ourselves. I hate to keep coming back to the world, but because we keep thinking of ourselves as individuals that need to make better choices rather than understanding it's like a structural systemic issue. It's just like, mm-hmm. If a, if a group of people live in like these oppressive conditions long enough, yeah, it's the, the outcomes are not going to be good. Could you no. blame each of those individuals for the choices they made? Yeah, probably, but it's kind of irrelevant. It's like why yeah. question the morality of something rather than just address the problem so it doesn't keep happening? I don't understand. No, exactly. Or a guy invents a bomb and kills a hundred thousand people just like that. thing was um the Beirut blast in uh, lebanon oh in beirut yeah that was August brutal. yeah that was a fucked up one too and what was that they were like storing a bunch of explosives and like couldn't yeah, ship them out nitrate. of the country yeah so they were just sitting there forever and degraded yeah um yeah a bunch of ammonium nitrate was stored in uh some some place i'm not really too sure why. it was in like the harbor in just like yeah, a warehouse like just sitting chilling more than 200 people have died as the result of the blast left thousands hurt many missing of damage as far as 10 kilometers from the blast um holy fuck I, I, you know, it's crazy like i remember how big of a deal this was and and this speaks to kind of our culture over here in our western society this was such a big deal but you can't imagine what's going on in lebanon because of this and i haven't heard fucking shit after <laughs> in no months the news cycle's too quick this just happened in august like we're not allowed to pay I mean, any attention to anything for more than two weeks before we yeah. all move on so um yeah the explosion was seen as a clear example of the government's neglect and mismanagement of the country with calls of to, for reforming continuing to this day um they've so, had several aid fund and help them and the, an investigation is now underway to determine how things went wrong but it remains to be seen they don't really know nope i remember I heard some like, shit some like fucked up videos and i remember like yeah i watched this video of this like professional photographer taking a video of this new newly married couple and like they're like posing for photos and like you could tell like all of a sudden it was like the sound like they were hurt but they i think they all lived in the video like they were Jeez. further enough from the blast but it was just like intense like i can't i just can't even imagine no that, yeah the, the, just the trauma alone from that is fucked up yeah so that's what their government does and then but we're mad that 
We're not allowed to go have. I want to go to Original Joe's for a beer. Yeah. <laughs> this is tyranny. Definitely, man. All right, can... so from there we have the Australian wildfires. Um, yeah, I was. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. I'm. I think. To, I'm. I know this is going to be a little bit. Um, much, but it's like the wildfires are becoming a blur to me because it just seems every fucking year, like California, BC, like everywhere is just burning up like crazy. Yeah. Like, well, this but, is the future, baby. <laughs> yeah. this is, this is I mean, record-breaking temperatures and severe droughts. You, you know, it's gonna cause some wildfires, and yeah, it was pretty crazy in Australia. I'm sorry, this makes me angry, though. The, the fires were the costliest natural disaster in Australia's history, with economists estimating the fires may have cost over $100 billion in property damage and economic losses. That's how you measure the costliness, not in the paragraph before where you tell that tens of millions of acres of lands were scorched and three billion animals died or were impacted during the fire season. That seems pretty fucking costly to me. I don't really give a fuck about property damage. I'm sorry. I'm like, just like, well, yeah. holy shit. I mean... What the animals, it's sad. I mean, just, like, obviously, the land, man. Billion, well, the land, I, I don't know. I, I need to research more on this. I, I read a few articles when it was happening in Canada. But I've, I've read, like, obviously tens of millions of acres is much, a bit much. Yeah. I've read in some ways, far, forest fires no, are No, forest really fires are intentional, but the, the way in which we kind of, like, artificially prolong them or, like, uh, defer them. It just makes it way more destructive to the point where it's like harder for the ecosystem to recover than if we just kind of let it. Right. And also, we're kind of throwing that balance out of whack globally with the global climate. Well, yeah, like, totally. Yeah, it's not meant to burn like that, you know, like, or the balance that used to be struck by burning in those seasons now it's too much kind of thing that it's just like devastating. But mm-hmm. I'm also talking about I asked too, so I don't know. Maybe I should educate myself for it. <laughs> no, well. But you have in a way, right, man? Like, well, I've read a bit about it, yeah. I mean, I'm not a fucking biologist yeah. by any stretch. But uh, You want to take the next one? Uh, what are we at here? Fucking, oh, the wet sweat and protests. Those were, that was nice to see. I don't know, like, that was another thing that just was on the news for a week and a half, and then nobody talked about it ever again. Yeah. Like, but it did, uh, definitely elucidated uh, some people's, Real feelings that I did not expect to see mm-hmm. uh, as those were happening. But uh, yeah, so like land rights have obviously <laughs> been an issue for a long time. But uh, yeah, so in Ontario, they were blocking trains. It was like a CP rail blockade, I think. And then there was a lot of like solidarity blockades and strikes and stuff like that, both here in Alberta and kind of like across the country. But yeah, it was intersections for weeks, protesters, pro. Four weeks, protesters targeted railways, ports, and urban intersections, declaring reconciliation dead and halting the shipment of goods from coast to coast. It left Canadians frustrated and divided as the economy slowed and blockades went on for weeks. Like, why, how, why would most Canadians be frustrated by that? How does that affect? Like, well, I mean, I could speak to the, the wrong side of the argument. That's what I, I mean. Like, how can I've they feel the frustrated? Argument. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, it, no, I don't know. I don't even know what to say when it comes to this. It's it's it, it's we, we these measurements were put in s- several years ago, right? So it's just like they have their land, like and and 
like get let them use it like and, and like why are we like I, I don't know everything that like stemmed to this i feel like some of it was a bit of pipeline stuff right wasn't mm-hmm. it so it was the yeah it was the mohawk supporters in ontario at camp 49 that were blocking trains and i think that was in solidarity for the wetsuetan like uh ongoing dispute i forget which pipeline it is but i think i feel terrible again this is my uh white boy ignorance but like as far as i understand yeah it's they're essentially just forcing a pipeline through on wetsuetan mm. territory yeah. And no. so there's a lot of solidarity. It, 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 it's just, it, it speaks to the privilege again because it's just like, so we gave the indigenous people the right to a bit of the land that we took away from yeah, them. We just, and, yeah. and then now we're like, oh, well, this pipeline is super important. So, you know what? Actually, we're going to we're gonna take a little bit more back and a little bit more and a little bit yeah. more. And, exactly. and you know what? We're not going to give you access to clean water. And we're, it's, it's just like a bunch of polished shit. And then people wonder just, we why these people struggle. <laughs> like, I don't know. I could vent about that shit for hours. It's just like. Well, it's like, inspiring. Just, like, wait, people actually getting out and fighting to change things for, to better their community. That, and that, again, I feel like that's just such an alien concept to us fucking coddled people to like actually put things on the line to like risk something to try to make things better for yourself and like your community. We're so far yeah. removed from that. And then I honestly think, again, it's a fear response from people that are like, then they just have to almost react like, like the, the, they're deluded, petulant children. Like, oh, I just suck it up. Mm-hmm. It's a decent deal. Fuck well, it. And, and I think, I think it's unfortunate because that happened so long ago that we live in a time now, and, and even to older generations, because I've heard it from fucking within older generations. Is, yeah. They feel as though in order for we as a country to move forward, we need to understand that this was in the past and that if we are all Canadians, we should all share the land and and have the same equal rights and the same privileges as everyone else. And, and for whatever reason, these certain individuals see as though these people have advantages oh God, over yeah. us, which is just fucking mind-blowing that there's people out there that actually think that yeah and don't understand and again i keep reflecting back to what we were talking before educate themselves enough to understand like a what they went through and b it just because we didn't face it in our lifetime doesn't mean it should be something that's forgotten well like then what is the point of even having history like uh, well exactly and i just don't understand like they can't imagine someone else like the idea that we need to move forward as a country and just accept that we're all Canadians. It's like, well, implicit in that concept of Canada is just accepting that this is Canada now. Like these people, like they never said, they never agreed for a long time. Nobody ever agreed to like be not have their own nation. Like that was literally what the treaty was about was they got to keep their own fucking country essentially. Like, and like, So then they're, they're already missing the point that, like, oh, we just need to move on as Canadians. It's just like, no, they don't want to be Canadians. The, the only reason Canada exists is because their entire culture was wiped out and all their a lot of their ancestors murdered. Why would they and, want to be part of that? That's the most that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, But it's crazy, man. How many people just don't think that we should consider that a problem anymore? And that's without even talking about residential schools. Yeah, which were like, like what ninety six was the yeah exactly one like, closed like fucking it, a long time ago my ass yeah I don't know it's 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 fucked up and I I I don't know I get fucking angry when I talk about it yeah it's just too, I, it, getting it, a little it, impassioned here but yeah. 
I, I, I just get frustrated, man, because it's just like it, it shouldn't be an argument anymore. Like, and it, it's back to like the Black Lives Matter thing. It's like we're all fucking humans. Like, can't we just treat each other like yeah. equals and just fucking get through this crazy fucking life without fucking each other over all the time? And it's just fuck, man. Like, I don't know. I think the best way to approach that though is just like because it, it helps me understand both like the way things are and also why people think in those kind of fucked up ways. It's just like, because everything's structural and like both a like hereditary trauma, whether it's like epigenetic shit or whether it's just like living in a community that's been destroyed. So yeah, you're right that like generational trauma occurs, but not only that, it's just like remnants, like essentially, even if it's different now, three generations ago, we still had more advantages. And so then like those successive generations will just, be better off as a result like yeah it happened a long time ago but the both the effects on individuals and the structural effects still cascade down generations later absolutely and and for whatever reason those people that have that privilege side to that can understand that but they can't understand to the people that faced traumas or faced like unfortunate Mm -hmm. things in their life which it's just it speaks to them not understanding and like to understanding privilege i feel like that's such a thing that people like out of anything that you need to like just understand and educate and, and yeah. get knowledge on is just just your privilege the fact that we're able to sit here and talk about this i mean we have privilege like yeah we're in know, the global one percent like, so like yeah. yeah it's just i don't know it, it's it's frustrating and this just speaks to another unfortunate situation where we make individuals who are already facing so much and we're just like, no, fuck you. We're, we're going to build a pipeline. We're going to fuck up your land. Like, it's just, it's stupid. Like, I don't even know. And I mean, we can segue these two together. The one good benefit, I think, for me anyways is the U.S. presidential election. Oh, God. I'm so happy that's over. And, but how I'm connecting the two, at least, is <laughs> my understanding is Joe Biden has no plans to allow pipelines, the pipelines that have been talked about. Yeah, I mean, Obama vetoed him, too. But, like, I don't know, man. I don't know if he was any more likely to do it than Trump was. Like, Yeah, I don't I don't. I honestly don't. Know I don't enough know enough about, about them, but it's just it's interesting, like that, like we think of the U.S. presidential in context of pipelines, like. Well, I just know that that's a huge argument in Alberta of why Joe Biden's bad for Alberta because he doesn't want the pipelines and Trump does, and and I don't. It's just like it depends. It doesn't really matter if Joe Biden or Trump won it. It depends whether or not it's good for American business. So. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. If the government's footing the bill for it, yeah, it'll go through. And then, like, so that these Texas oil companies can make a bunch of I money guess the one down there. benefit comparing the two would be Biden does. And I shouldn't say Biden. I should say his team yeah. sees the benefits to, like, investing in, in like, climate change and, and looking at that as a whole and getting back into the Paris Accords and just all that shit, right? Like, so that's that's important, which I think would also hopefully attest to them potentially. Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, they're just the nice face 
for the machine, right? Like it's just gonna keep going. It's not. Oh, I I get that, man. They I, might not... invest like green energy and stuff, but the problem is the amount of production and consumption that we do, and they don't want to address that because that's what keeps the whole fucking house of cards up. So. Yeah. No, I I, I, don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate to be the like, downer, but it's, it's just what like... I, no, but it's what I say when it comes to politics all the time. It's like it's the lesser of two evils, I guess, in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. So then they'll they'll subsidize some green energy companies, and there'll be more solar panels in the city, so that the people that care about this stuff will feel better about their lives because they feel like we're greening things. Mm-hmm. But things are generally the same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I think just on so much like reflecting on some of the topics that we've talked about that I think that's super important is like the race topic and stuff like that. Like, I do think getting someone like Donald Trump out of there was important for that. And yeah, I think even, it'll even like to those like... communities that need that hope. Having someone like Kamal Harris in office is like super empowering to them. Which I get it. Like everyone has their own opinions on Kamal Harris as a person and on Joe Biden as a person. But putting that aside and just the fact that seeing a first woman and a first African American woman like that's super yeah. important, right? Like I get the representation thing. Yeah, I mean, if it makes some young like Indian girl feel better. That's great. Uh, I'm happy for her, but it's just like I wonder if her life is actually going to get better with Kamala, and probably not. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. if it makes them feel better, that's that's nice, I guess. It's just, I honestly think it's kind of almost a release valve. Like the the, the building pressure, the building building momentum for like racial justice, I think almost kind of might like lose steam now. Because mm-hmm. they feel like they have kind of a victory in that. But I mean, did you hear that? Did you see the video leaked? Of a bunch of like uh, Black Lives Matter organizers and like the NAACP, like the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People or whatever. That um, organization. I didn't know. Anyway, there was a meeting. Where they all met with Joe Biden, and he essentially went unhinged, just like, "What the fuck are you still at? like?" This is paraphrasing, but he was essentially, "What are you still asking me for things? I I said Charlottesville was bad. What more do you want? Like I did everything I'm going to do. Get out of here. Why are you asking for more?" Essentially, like he had like oh, a full, I, I, sorry, yeah, I totally do. like I do a full dementia meltdown. Like get out of here. <laughs> like yeah, I was just like, "Ooh, yeah, okay, see, like the whole we we'll get we we'll, he'll be more he'll be nicer. We'll get him in and we'll push him left." Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I have my own heart, like own battles with Joe Biden, man. And it, it, this is weird and, and definitely such a minor issue compared to a lot. But um, I watched a really cool documentary on uh, Coachella, and uh, he was in, when he was in power in, in California, he was a huge dead set against banning outdoor music festivals. Yeah, dude, he, he did the that, whole rave act. Yeah, he he felt as though that they were just these dens drug, of drug use. Yeah, and, dens yeah. of drugs. Which I mean, he's kind of not wrong. But the, why is that a big deal? Like, why, why is, is that, that a bad, bad thing at all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't yeah. know. No, yeah, but, he's been a Cretan. He's been a right wing Democrat. That's been his. That's been his thing, for his entire career. Is like I'm a Democrat, but I'm the most right wing you can possibly be and still be in the party, so that I can like be buddy buddy with the Republicans and. Get things done. I get things done, which he means I I compromise with these fucking ghouls and give them yeah. what they want, but put a nice face on it. That's literally been his entire career, and I'm like, well, no. It, it, again, I I get it. He's not going to solve everything. He's not and I hate to be a downer. Like, yeah, no, no, uh, you're not. You 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 reflect on things that like I probably don't think of all the time, and ultimately, I guess I just kind of go on like like I said, like the lesser of two evils. 
I still yeah. think it's and, probably better than having Trump in as much as we've talked about Trump is very entertaining. I know you're right. You're right. Uh, I don't want to get that confused either. Like I, I know lots of people get mad at like somebody like, what was it? Oh, like Noam Chomsky was saying, yeah, you should probably vote for Biden. And like, yeah, obviously I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to delude myself and do like mental gymnastics into convincing myself that somehow it's actually good. If Trump would like, no, exactly. Oh. Yeah. No, I, 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 right. and I know that. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's still going down. I, it's funny. We talked about this. Apparently Trump has already been talking to about starting up, uh, the apprentice again. Nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was curious. I was like, I wonder how long, like, I know his life is Hollywood and, uh, and everything. Yeah. Like, I'm curious how long it go- takes before he kind of transitions back into that. I know he never fully ended, but he was president and he didn't have time for a lot of that I shit. I wonder if he'll he have like, a bigger draw or less of a draw because like he was so polarizing. Like, whereas before maybe I feel I'll like... have a bigger draw. I think, I think he'll do, I think he'll, because he, like, there's going to be his people that are like, yes, we want Trump, yeah. we need Trump again. And then there's going to be so many of the other people that are like, I have to watch this because this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think it will probably have a massive draw. That's and funny. I'm sure it's going to happen. I, I, I mean, yeah, I can't see it not happening. What a world. What a world. Uh, the next article is it's is probably... I don't know. All a lot of these articles seem really depressing and sad, but this one really fucked me up. I know not everyone idolizes sports figures, but um, it was Kobe Bryant's death on um, January twenty sixth? Uh, him and his daughter Gianna. That's pretty fucked and up. Seven others were in a helicopter crash in Calabasas, California, and um, all I kind of forgot about that. Were announced dead. Um. Yeah. I remember reading it like just like at first I thought it was fake. I immediately thought it was fake. I, I had to Google because I think I seen something on Facebook that was shared. And so I had to Google it. And then it's like, holy fuck, no, this is real. And I was like, seeing more tweets about actual prominent people. And, and it was, yeah, he had literally like retired like two seasons before this and just kind of getting to enjoy his life as young kids at home. Yeah, he won an Oscar. Beautiful wife. Yeah, I fucking won an Oscar for his documentary and or not documentary. Actually. No, he's like a short film, short animated short film, film, right? And yeah, man, just just fucking sad. Um, yeah, and and kind like not to. I think the other biggest thing too is like there's a, a lot of other lives that were lost in this, mm-hmm. and young lives, which I think affects me more than other. And that's fucked up. I, I, I know, thought it was thirteen. That's pretty fucked up. Oh man, it's so sad. Yeah, that's one thing that really, really gets to me is like, I know this kind of, I get considered to be desensitized when I say shit like this, but when older people die, I'm just like, it doesn't phase me as much. It's just like, oh, it's sad, but they got to enjoy life. When a 13 year old girl dies, it's just like that, that to me is sad. I don't even care if I know her. Like, it's just yeah. like, that's so sad. Like. Well, I'm just like a big softie that anybody dying kind of bums me <laughs> Well, and I and I am too. And it's anyone dying is sad, and especially like like when it affects me. I, of course, I'm going to be sad, but like I don't know. I just think 
to an 80 year old person they got to enjoy this life for 80 years which not a lot of people get to ever yeah see no that that's they enjoy this and it depends what the years. future like if they're still healthy and they go i'm like oh that's kind of like a bummer but yeah, yeah and and, and i and i and i know that the other big argument that i've had when i said that is how do you know that they enjoyed their life for 80 years well it's just like well they had 80 years to fucking try and enjoy it at least like yeah. it's just like more than this person you know, <laughs> yeah it's just not i'm not 13 year old girl like that's crazy but yeah, um, rest in peace, Kobe. Like, so sad. Uh, no, but and that was like honestly, this is like I feel bad because I I didn't I never had like a big connection to basketball in general, let alone Kobe Bryant. But what kind of honestly was a big trigger for me to fucking start quitting social media, specifically Twitter, was the reaction to this stuff because like. I mean, basically everybody was just replying that, like, because I guess he's done some maybe not great things in his life, too. Yeah, and, he had a, a case uh, in his early years. Uh, it sounded like a like sexual assault or yeah, and situation. Yeah. Maybe he was a piece of shit. Maybe. But at the end of the day, you're right in the sense of, like, well, like, maybe if he hadn't already changed, maybe he could. Maybe he could have, like, maybe there was a net positive of him being in the world. That's kind of besides the point. Is that just, like, why race to be the person to bring that shit up as it's happening, you know? Or, like, yeah. go out of your way to people that are grieving to say that, you know? Like, if somebody asks you if you're sad about it happening and you're not because of that, then say that. But just, like, uh, there's the toxic nature of wanting to be the person to shit on someone's parade or to, like just well actually people all the time is just so fucking annoying to me yeah and over especially when someone's passed as someone who's very guilty of being that person i don't like yeah that I, I think i've myself. been guilty of it too in some ways and i mean it, it's unfortunately too like we live in a very desensitized world now with the internet i think it took maybe a day or two after his passing for someone to send me a very offensive meme, but that was probably you know. me too. <laughs> <laughs> did I laugh? I probably did, but it's just it, it's that's I don't know. It's the world we live in, and, and I agree. Like that Twitter shit, it's stupid, and you got to find that balance. It's good to have that kind of ironic distance from things that aren't immediately affecting you, because if you get too wrapped up in them, you're gonna be really psycho and depressed. So like, it kind of helps to kind of make those kind of jokes to kind of like you can distance yourself from it. But to get lost in that is just as unhealthy, I think, as getting wrapped up in the emotion of it. Just like the super, um, just kind of like the defensive irony kind of thing. Like you got you to gotta kind of remember that people are people and have some kind of warmth towards them every now and then. Or you'll be an annoying asshole. Yeah. Um, Alright, let's segue this into the next one. Um, yeah. Oh my god, I forgot that fucking plane got shot down in Iran. Yeah, the Iran plane crash. I don't, I'm not like super familiar with this one. I definitely know it. I remember like the 63 Canadians were killed in it. Um, several of which were from Edmonton. Um, I believe it was like a bunch of Edmonton were like going to a wedding or coming home from a wedding. So fucking sad, but. Uh, Jeepers. Yeah. This is a really depressing article. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it'd be that bad. But yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know that like the Iranian government tried to say that it was just like an engine failure, and then like after pressuring from three days, they admitted that the military had shot it down. 
yeah. but that was in the I, midst of yeah high alert amid tensions with the u.s and iraq was that that must have been around the same time that fucking trump assassinated soleimani i think it was yeah so like again well, it was january I'm not, I'm not like simping for some authoritarian regime whatever you want to call it like i'm i don't think in the terms of good and good and bad guys but at the same time everybody's so quick to paint iran as some like psycho villain it's just like well, you just murked one of their top dudes. Of course, they're going to be a little triggered, triggered, jumpy. You know, <laughs> like, it's yeah, like, no, it's totally. sad. I'm not making light of people that died, but like, yeah, all around fucked up. Everybody fucked up in that situation. Um, we already touched on the COVID vaccine. Yeah, I mean, hopefully that's the beginning of the end for this. This is an interesting one, as the COVID and sports. And I think it's kind of just speaks to the, the how much it affected like everyone, rich or poor, just kind of thing. Yeah, I can't say it other than just strikes and stuff like that. Have I seen like literally all the seasons just shut down like that? Yeah, it was pretty wild. And then I mean, I think you've seen an interesting slash very privileged thing of bubbles form, uh, which I don't know. I, I'd be a liar if I said I didn't enjoy basketball coming back. And I think the NBA did a really interesting job in handling their bubble. Um, but, yeah, they were also testing their players twice a day, which is kind of fucked up. When you That's what I was it. thinking, man. The fact that there's rapid testing for sports and, like, movie sets and, like, entertainment events. They have rapid testing for that, but not at every fucking hospital. But that just speaks to what, what the fuck, <laughs> what was going on before in some ways. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like these people don't care about the normal. Thing. Well, yeah. Sports pay for more money than hospitals, so. Yeah. <laughs> um. New mess minister here fire. What the fuck is this one? What? The new Westminster Pier fire. Oh, uh, I feel bad. I don't even remember that at all. Somebody blew <laughs> it down. Um, yeah, um, I don't know. I I honestly feel like that's kind of what we got. Some well, what we were supposed to feel bad for the snowbirds. That's pretty much all we got left in this uh, year-end review. I don't really. Oh no, never mind. Sorry, a snowbird's crash. I thought, I thought they were talking about like old people snowbirds, like. <laughs> That industry crashed because they weren't allowed to go anymore. <laughs> no, man. They were flying across Canada to give people hope for COVID-19. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, like, oh, man. Like the Sedona, Arizona economy's crashing because there's no 80-year-old Canadians here anymore. <laughs> no, oh, man. God. That, that was a good miss. A little slippery. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, uh, Jennifer Casey. Rest in peace. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, I remember that was that was kind of sad. Like it was, it was sad. Like kind of a bummer. Operation Inspiration. <laughs> you savage. I'm sorry. You're fucking savage. <laughs> oh man. Sorry. So speaking of ironic distance, Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a terrible person, but. That feels uh, like a Simpsons joke, like a plane taking does. off with the banner operation inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh I can see that. Oh my god. Uh, Terrible. 
2020, you've turned me into a piece of shit. <laughs> Did you just read this BC election thing? No, I didn't. Apparently this was big. I remember this happening. They went to the polls. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I can't believe Horgan got back in again. Oh, yeah, that was hilarious. Oh, though. God. What? Who is, is Horgan the leader of what party? NDP. He won? Yeah. After saying that? Yeah. Oof. But uh But I guess the liberal leader here did uh Yeah, dude, that was wild. That's funny. He was like I think he was like roasting like an NDP um like politician, but it was in the context of like they were making fun of another liberal guy that he gets too horny when this NDP chicks around cuz she's like dresses un- inappropriately or something. It was like on a Zoom call that got leaked or like they didn't know they were alive or something. And yeah, he was just like basically yeah, like objectifying some ndp like mla and uh, we must not got much of this in alberta because i was gonna say like i remember reading articles about yay ndp got fucking BC. yeah i mean i mean this, like, but yeah so john horgan was the guy in charge during all that wet sweats and protest shit like hmm. and it's 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 shit turds all the way down <laughs> interesting yeah. Well, I guess we should wrap this up. I think so. I don't know. I it might have been me drinking throughout that, but I ended up having more fun with that than I probably. Should I loved have, it. But... No, twenty twenty <laughs> was a year to be remembered and yeah, a year to be I, forgotten in a lot of ways. So. Yeah. It's definitely it made me at the same time both like hyper aware of my privilege and like almost guilty for it, but at the same time very grateful in the sense that we live. Yeah. In a uh, genocidal settler colonial state that we wiped out a population, but at the same time, and like we are benefit beneficiaries of that. But yeah. that whole system that we set up on top of that violence is kind of crumbling, and it's interesting to watch. I feel bad that even though I've benefited from it, I'm also the safest from it crumbling. Yeah, but. Well, I- I mean, if you look at this year as a whole, I mean, given the area of work that we are in, we definitely didn't suffer in a lot of ways, so. Yeah, well, I'm lucky, like, I work in healthcare, but yeah, we didn't really kind of, it's not medical, so we didn't really bear the brunt of the pandemic, but um, it is interesting that, but also, yeah, you're right that, like, there's kind of two reactions. You can either kind of have that ironic distance, sit back, and allow your privilege to insulate you and you just kind of like joke or laugh you can get take the clown pill and just kind of laugh at it as it burns mm-hmm. he fled your style or i don't know i think it's the harder path uh, but uh you could try to use that insulated make a difference kind of safety you know? to help yeah for what, sure what that difference is to you is different to everyone else but i don't know i i, I when understanding privilege and like doing some of the readings i've been doing it's just like just do something that just try that, uh what even if it's just solely benefiting you and the fact that you're just educating yourself and or like or telling your family like that might help people down the line right like yeah you never know 
and it's you can't important. get you can't get too caught up in like wanting to change the world and the way it works no because you'll just get burnt out but if you just try to like yeah help the people around you whether it's trying to help people be more empathetic or whether it's like literally trying to help people materially like whatever you can do and i don't know as someone who wants to just kind of be in my own little cocoon and watch the world burn this podcast in a weird way is a, a way to kind of just kind of put my thoughts out there and kind of like want like if any way I can help, I would love someone to reach out to me, you know, like I just. No, and I think that's important. And, and I'm, it's it's unfortunate because we because we live with that such importance of like the social media culture is we do have a lot of people who I think in some ways feel like they're doing a lot by sharing a lot on the social media platforms. Mm-hmm. And this isn't a shot against those people. I think that they're doing that. I'm sure it serves some it, function. It, it serves a function, whether it's awareness or awareness. It's got to be it's, sick of that. It's got to come to a point where it's got to be beyond that, right? Exactly. And I think that's why I like these protests, like the Black Lives Matter protests, and beyond that. Is it's 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 like you know what we're we're taking this off of our cell phones. We're just we're going out in person and we're doing mm-hmm. it that way. It's not like we're we're posting a black photo on Instagram or we're posting a bunch of stats. And and, and I know that's a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, I think it's good. And like I'm not sh- shitting on that at all. But I, I just don't think Sometimes anyone I like should to, feel like they're right. a hero because they did that, you know? Like Yeah, exactly. Like, well, I guess that's where, what's been my frustration with it is that like kind of the only outlet we have is that kind of like – just the 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 performative like cultural stuff and just the, the having the right opinions and i got well, frustrated with that and response to kind of go insular but I, I i don't want to be a, that way i would like to like try to form connections with people so we can try to improve things around us it's just mm-hmm. yeah i mean this year I I mean, it didn't help because we kind of had to rely on a lot of this shit that's what i mean i guess that was that was my biggest frustration with 2020 is as a guy who's been an online guy and having a lot of my neuroses driven by that and then this year was at the beginning i really made an effort to like get offline and i wanted to go out and like form like actual more connections in my community but yeah this year was not the year to fucking do that so mm-hmm. it was kind of frustrating. and I, I want to do that really badly too and i think maybe maybe 2021 will be kind of like hopefully a bit of the start of that i I, if i'm being completely honest i still think covid is going to impact this entire year that's yeah oh yeah it's not just gonna go it's not gonna just disappear and so it might take some time but we have cool platforms like this that we've created that's beyond just a a fucking normal zoom chat right so yeah at least we have creative outlets that uh i encourage anyone to do man like Let's do it, something for fun. sure. Yeah, yeah I guess that, that, is, note, that is, I don't know, one last thought is that it is funny uh, for like people being glad for 2020 to be done and bring on, I hope 2021 is nice to us. It's just, again, that's like the perfect, why would you think all the things that are in motion right now making life suck? Why do you think those just stop for our, our arbitrary calendar year that we just ran? No, <laughs> yeah. But it is nice to have that kind of symbolic refresh. Hopefully we can all come into this more ready to kind of tackle the problems that it comes rather than feeling burnt out by the last one. When I think it with the timing of the vaccine was super like that definitely impacted the idea of the physical year. Right. Because yeah. it's just like, shit, like now we're getting it. But 
seeing timeline structures sent out to me anyways of what that looks like we're in for the long haul people because yeah. i don't think any just average citizen is going to be getting this vaccine till at least Probably the beginning of summer <laughs> yeah or next year <laughs> but like at the very least i think the beginning of the summer will yeah. actual just normal citizens that don't work in a field that needs the vaccine or are susceptible due to their age or illness oh that's okay i'm ready to go caterpie to metapod i'm gonna come out in the summer like a fucking <laughs> full butterfree baby yeah baby <laughs> go hermit mode while we're still locked down for the spring and then get the candles, <sighs> party in the summer we'll be yeah. ready to rock i'm ready for just the socialization part of life to get back into my trap. yeah i just want to go drink beers on the beach with some buds yeah i hope by uh june for sure things are back down cool cool Alrighty, well let's yeah uh, that sounds like looking forward to 2021 yeah sign off happy uh 2021 to everyone hopefully uh this year uh is a lot better than the last for y'all. Yeah, hope but, uh, it treats everybody well. Treat each other safe, well. Treat each other well. Um, read a book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. And um, I think we'll we'll be back next week. Uh, thanks Most to uh, all of the people that help us along this journey. And, and just follow us. Uh, Yes, this yeah, is our journey. Twitters and the old Instagrams, and uh, give us a like and subscribe on uh, YouTube. And yeah, for sure. If you made it this far, and if you enjoyed it at all, think anybody else you know might enjoy it, send it along. Yeah, and feel free to comment any questions or anything. Or Most definitely. If we offended you, like comment that too. <laughs> yes, please do. Tell me yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I like to hear it. That's how you grow. Um, but yeah, uh, happy new year, everyone. Talk to you later. Peace.